Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Matsuo, and I'm joined, as always, finally, in the same room by my lovely, wonderful, healthy, upright, casual, cool co-host, Alexander Volz. Say hello. That's a lot of verbs, but I'll take them all. Uh, it feels good to be, be back in person, fully, fully vaccinated. Right, right. You, not I. Yep. I'm here fucking dying. <laughs> it's all good. From caffeine withdrawal. Dude. So, first of all, thank you all for watching and all that. Every album, every podcast, we listen to every single album in the world. We're not, man, I'm just, I want to talk about other shit. And I'm just running through. We listen we, to a lot of music here. Yes. Every album ever somehow. Uh, that's a new discography per episode. And today, we'll be discussing every album by The Chameleons or Chameleons UK, depending on search engines they are the chameleons but everywhere it, it, like the same thing, thing happened with uh with ghost ghost bc you have to bones uk it's like yes we're so we have i don't know america's you know stupid uh this special episode this was requested on patreon by scott scott thank you very much so this is this is very cool this is very important because uh this was also requested by by matt like a long time ago so chameleons have been requested a couple times Scott requested our Clash episode, episode 80, and he wasn't a patron. So we eventually, like, you know, we eventually got to the Clash. And because we did the Clash, he patronized us. He went on Patreon and then officially requested Chameleons. So thank you, buddy. You're a mensch very much. Um, thank you. Yeah. Very much. And so, yeah, if you want to, you know, you want to jump the line, you don't want to wait for us to get around to your request, uh, patreon.com slash every album ever. You can, you know, like, yeah, not wait for a million years to get to whatever you suggest, as well as, you know, bonus episodes, early access to certain episodes, discounts off merch. Uh, it's cool. It's a very cool, cool time. Um, but uh, so before we get into the chameleons, we were supposed to record this episode a week ago to the day, a week ago. Yeah, or it feels like longer. Honestly, it does. But yeah. It, so I, uh, I came down. I came down with a, a very unexpected migraine. Mm -hmm. uh, so anybody who's listening to the show knows Alex and I both get migraines. Also, it's funny you say migraine because yeah. um, I was doing a headache study one time and the doctor was Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. Or Irish. One of the or two. Irish. I Sorry. apologize because I know we have <laughs> international. Um and he pronounced it migraine. Dude, you know why I thought migraine? Why? Because of Gang of Four. The song, um, I I forgot the, it's one of my favorites. It's the second song off Entertainment. Whatever. It's, uh, he says, this something, something gives me migraine. Like it's, and it's embedded oh, in my brain for years because he said migraine that way. Yeah. We'll, we'll do Gang of Four someday. But yeah. So yeah, I just like had flashbacks of that doctor who is also a very nice doctor so i did like you said it right I right just got like flashbacks to him but speaking of the migraine it was because alex this is this is it was medical talk with every with mike and alex now how long have you been getting migraines for since i was eight years old and i'm 34 mm -hmm. as of recording this i've been getting them since uh i, I think around five or so uh i got them from my mama my brother got them from my mama uh everyone got them from my mama same really it seems to be it's funny for me, got it from my mom's side, but it affects the males more. So it's like interesting. Interesting. Like technically, I could give it to a kid, or my uncle could, uh, but it seems to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so you've you've you, you're chronic, obviously lifelong, and 
they, they anybody who knows my who's had a migraine like knows like they had when you get one, when you get a full one, like a real one, you're done. You're done for however long it decides. Your your day is over unless you've learned how to function with them. And even that is wishful thinking. I, I would, would not recommend. Well, it depends because like you can get a bad one and then sometimes it might just decide to like ease up for a little bit. But then sometimes like the one I got a week ago was the worst one I've ever gotten my entire, my entire life. And I like, again, Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it lasted, I believe 44 hours straight. And, uh, it only went away because like my mom was out of, I like completely out of town. I had like no access to any kind of medication. I was just sort of dying. Uh, eventually like at the end of the week and after the, you know, the end of the two days, she, she stops by and gives me like, you know, a bunch of medicine, yeah. uh, like, you know, prescription strength shit. And, it worked. And she said, like, if this doesn't work, though, you're going to the ER yeah, right now. Yeah. Uh, and I said, uh, I don't have insurance. That's a bad like hub. I guess I'll, I've got to decide how to pay when I when I get there or something. Fucking but, expensive. Yes. But I, I noticed when when the migraine finally went away, uh, like the next day, especially in the morning, that I still felt remnants. Um, and I thought like, oh, yeah, if I didn't take the medicine, I would still be having it. Yeah. For like maybe another few days. Like, it's just. Yeah, that's absolutely terrifying. That's something I have to explain to like new people in my life. Like when I've had mm-hmm. w- an, a really bad one or one that's lasted more than two days. Yeah, that the I call it like a pain hangover. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you're dealing with, you know, you're it's like your body's kind of in shock from dealing with that much pain or, you know, the, the drugs have side effects. And so it's it's totally like a hangover thing, and uh, that's something people don't don't think about. Yeah, yeah, you need a full day to recover just from the pain that was there. Yeah, it's really so, wild. So it's like the next day, if I say it's gone, it's gone, and I'm not in pain, but I am not at a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, wild shit. And dude, man, it fucking. It is the most humbling thing ever. Like I broke down. At one point, I was like, how am I going to take care of myself? I was like, if I can't oh, yeah. control these, like how the fuck? Yeah. So I just had to find a way to control it. So I'm weaning off caffeine fucking carefully. Like yes. I'm gonna, it's going to take me a few months to finally get off caffeine because, you know, withdrawals for caffeine gives you a headache and then mm-hmm. that can lead to migraine. And then uh, I just have to have like some heavy duty artillery medicine on deck just just in case yeah whenever break in case of emergency exactly for sure i'm not fucking letting that happen again like i'm just good 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 because uh a lot of people may chalk that up to like a one-off or just keep living how they're living yeah. and then it happens to it them can again. Happen again yeah and uh yeah good 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 for you for taking appropriate measures steps Dude, yeah. I feel like a general, you know, honestly, I feel like, like, all right, man, what are we, we going to do now? We are, we are uh, adults. <laughs> barely. Barely. <laughs> barely. We're, we're boys dealing with adult problems. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. But anyway, well, now we're back to music. Don't, well, yeah. Also, it's funny, our listeners, you, you would have no idea. We, we've been good. We, we've built up a backlog. Oh, yeah. You guys won't even notice, but for that us, our, our, it's kind of a blessing in disguise because I was supposed to come back the next episode, yeah. but due to procrastination, I'm here now. Yeah, because yeah. we had to fucking put it off for so long. And let me let me say something real quick about, about Chameleons. This was not a difficult discography to get through. No, This was no. fairly simple. We, both of us, 
never listened to him. I I did it first after the first one. I texted Mike. I was like, I think we're going to be okay. And honestly, I like this band a lot. I think it's a good fucking band. I am neutral about them. Mm-hmm. I don't love them. Mm-hmm. I don't hate them. It doesn't scream Alex to me. This band does not scream Alex to me. There are some good songs. Nothing I overtly hate until a certain point. Um, but yeah, who who would have thought we were just a couple of goth boys? I know we're just a couple of goth boys wearing a wrestling shirt and a, well, this is our shirt it, merch. By yeah. the way, um, so yeah, it was because the I you go on the Wikipedia it says post rock and or post post punk. It, it, it registers more as post punk for sure. Any, any post label is very it gets messy. It's it gets very messy. very broad, but yeah. they're. For you know, jumping off purposes, they're goth band. They seem more new wavey to me than goth, honestly. I think they get new wavey here and there, but um, I thought goth. If and this is goth, then goth is fucking rad because like I don't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't register as goth to me. Like, they don't seem like edgy. Interesting. They just seem like fun and poppy and new wavey. And, I like, mean, synth- I mean, well, they have like the gothy like yeah. uh, uh, shoegazy is guitars that kind of float around in the ethos. Mm-hmm. Sorry, no phrase but uh, i believe uh when we did the 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 cocktail twins co- yeah the the term thrown around a lot with them was ethereal ethereal yeah yeah that's, it fits and i've yeah. used that word is at least one place in my notes there I've, it is i've written down at least because it, it does have that it's almost like a as uh brother robert said in the ymo episode uh fucking uh very heavenly very oh, ethereal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that stuff. A lot of the stuff is like that, and, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, and clearly, a beloved band uh, since they were requested a few times. And and also, I don't know how I never like even stumbled onto them. I never came across them in my journeys. Yeah, they kind of seem. I don't know if I said this, but yeah, they kind of seem like the redheaded stepchild of like goth bands. You know, you got your Joy Division. Your cure again. You're, you're you're naming more post punk. Yeah, yeah. So whatever like, post punk. Whatever. Yeah. Either way, whatever genre they've like, they're known but not really. And then um, I even asked our our friend Jared because he's kind of a moody moody boy. He's <laughs> a moody boy. He's a yeah, moody boy. Yeah. So I was like. Have you heard of the chameleons? He's like, I love the chameleons. I was yeah. like, I fucking knew you. Yeah. Would. That dude has good fucking taste, man. Yeah. I gotta say overall, he's a good, yeah. good guy. Uh, but uh, I guess, I mean, like backstory then, because uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know fucking anything at all. Uh, yeah. So let me adjust my thing. It's funny. Like anybody while watching on YouTube, like it, it looks like the usual setup that we have in, in my room, but like, my God, it is off camera, there is wires, cameras, lights. There is wires. We're trapped. We can't fucking move at all. We had to, we had to like really set aside time for bathroom breaks before we hit record because we can't leave. Yes. <laughs> this is a very crap situation. So they started in uh, Greater Manchester, England, 1981 by Mark Burgess, who is the vocalist and mm-hmm. bass player, uh, rounded out with uh, Reg Smithies on guitar. David Fielding, also guitar, a number of drummers, but they would land on John Lever. And I think Mr. Lever and the guitar players in this band are the standout. Steal the show. They steal the show. Yeah. Yep. 
delightful under underrated i don't know uh which guitar player is doing what Mm -hmm. but um to me that was the most delightful part was their layering of guitar Mm -hmm. noises i don't know if it's technically hard but it sounds fucking cool yeah Yeah. and then the lever just like i wasn't expecting beats Mm-hmm. this guy's got beats mm-hmm. yeah so yeah uh and i would say one thing or uh more of a general note about the guitars is like those they they are fucking technicians of tone i, oh, I absolutely a- love their tone on damn near every record it's like there's always something really uh really that is something that stands out or shines through quite a bit just just guitar tone alone even if i don't like the song i was like but that fucking tone is rad the, i don't know it's just it's just a satisfying also, sonic thing also you yeah. should trademark technicians of tone technicians of tone because it's as alliteration my new, as my new spin off project cool. yeah. yeah technicians of t- fuck yeah it has to be prog rock it has to be prog rock <laughs> yeah. but um yeah so they started out uh they did appeal session as a lot of bands we cover do uh signed to epic but they had a falling out due to like how epic saw the band versus how they saw themselves Mm. which we've talked about a few times like i don't understand why labels like oh we like you for a b and c but can you do xyz and it's like yeah yeah that happens we've a lot of bands have somehow gone through that issue. It's very interesting. Like, why do you, why sign them? Huh? Yeah. Why sign them? I understand like, oh, I see like the raw talent and we can develop it for a broader audience. I get it. I get it. But, but it's just also like, what makes you think they'd be good at it? What makes you think that would, it would work? Yeah. But it's like, well, have them play into their strengths. Don't try to repackage them as. I think if I had a guess when it comes to talent scouts. Yeah. Fucking waste of jobs those guys have uh, it's like find someone good enough to do what i want mm-hmm. it's like find someone who's already really clearly they're really good mm-hmm. maybe they're doing their own thing but they're good now let's make them do what i want because they're capable they're good enough they're technically impressive they're they're, they're talented uh not so much of uh you know the actual product which is it's a fucking waste yeah uh, but you know we're probably beating a dead horse by saying that <laughs> um but if you're ready to get into all the records yeah so i'll I'll just say they uh put out a single shreds and then uh signed with a uk label i think it's called static but Mm -hmm. it fucking auto corrected me so it might be called something different okay but uh yeah and that yeah leads us into the discography so they had uh all together four full-length albums and one ep we're gonna be talking about them all first album came on 1983 Last album came out 2001. So uh, it's been a while since we've fucking done this together. So it's like I'm actually ready. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make sure the fucking volumes are all set. Let's uh, let's get into it. This is 1983's Script of the Bridge. In his autumn for the winter comes man's last mad surge of youth. What on earth are you talking about? Now. I think this is uh, a great introduction to the band. 100%. There's a killer riff. It's, it's like, simple shit. Killer. Yeah, it's like psycho Billy Goth stuff. And that new wave ass, those drums, I I was sold the second this those drums came in. Yes. Sold. Yeah. I already like the band. Yeah. So I was very pleased with this song. I'm like, okay, I hope they don't drop the ball. I hope this isn't an outlier because this right. is a really cool great. song. Great song. 
the most British bo- vocals ever. Yes. Not, I, not because of the accent, just because of the, the style. It feels British to me. I think he has a very interesting uh, career as we... Uh, <laughs> he says some things pretty goofy. He has a goofy voice at times. I like it, though. He makes some choices later on, too. Yeah. But also... Good on him for like trying different things yeah, yeah. And, and pushing himself. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get into it, Alex. What we got? Yes, here. I think great, great debut album. Best personal favorite. Oh, and coming out hot. Coming in the hot. And here's the thing: I like this band, and I think they do some really fucking cool shit later on. Stuff that it's like you would hear it. Uh, you would hear the later stuff as like obvious progression they're getting better they're getting smarter they're making kind of like just more intricate and interesting songs mm-hmm. but from an objective outside the box not outside, outside the, the i'm gonna abandon that analogy okay. i fucked it up i'm abandoning hey yeah. analogy gone analogy gone i'm back here. it happened this album uh on its own i think is just so, i first of all i wanted to come back to it the most mm-hmm. it just, i just kept this one just kept calling me yes throughout the, throughout the rest of the discography uh it's super duper fucking accessible uh it's hard not to love every one of these songs mm-hmm. even the songs i don't care for that much i still kind of like uh like pleasure and pain is one it's like a, it feels like a flyover state kind of song but i still like it yeah yeah i i was like that song's not bad this doesn't hit the heights of the yeah. other songs yeah. on here but it's like it's just so consistent it's uh even though they do, they do get better as musicians and as writers. It's just undeniable from from start to finish. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, this is a, a fucking fantastic, simple, uh, energetic new wavy record. I, I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I'm assuming this is a hot take because I think people really love um, up the down es- escalator. Yeah, up the down escalator. Uh, I just think it's okay. I like it. Actually, that it, breakdown at two forty. I fucking love. If you could pull up two forty of up the down escalator. Yeah, let me uh turn. Oh we, yeah, we five are, and six. We are. Let me turn it down so I could pull yeah. it. It's, uh, let me just label these. There we go. So okay. Anything anything lit up is what we're using. Okay, so uh two thirty six. You said or two forty, but two forty really doesn't matter. I'm just gonna jump in two forty, and I am ready to go. Go ahead. So that tone, dude. That that's it's all in the background. Those guitars are all in the background. I really like this fucking song. You don't like this song? No, and I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's bad, but it didn't like win me over. Right? Maybe maybe on multiple listens. So uh, the reason why I I highlighted that specifically is because it was brief. It was super mm -hmm. brief, but uh, it's like those guitars were they're so like you have to pay attention to them. They're they're definitely in the sides in the background. Yeah, and they're so got it ethereal. We're gonna be using that word a lot here, but they're 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 harmonizing like a motherfucker with each other. Mm -hmm. They're doing so much, and they're just hanging back. They're hanging back, and. It's, as much as I would like them to be more in the forefront, it's kind of fucking nice that they're just doing all this really intricate stuff behind the vocals, behind the bass. It's really like what you 
want out of musicians who like know their place and they're not trying to overplay it and they can be like i'm not in the front but it adds this this level to it it's this thing where there's no you uh, there's it's it's almost like a contradiction to say like you got to take the fucking ego out of music but you really if you want good music you have to like that's that's a thing like everyone wants to be heard everyone wants their fucking part to shine everyone wants to be at least these days or maybe i'm thinking of la mentality because every musician oh, sure. fucking la wants to be the goddamn star of the show for sure present company <laughs> included sorry i'm the same person i'm the same guy but like oh i need my guitar to sound like a bass player so i don't have to deal with a bass player it's like <laughs> i do shut up alex <laughs> I fucking absolutely do that. I absolutely do that. <laughs> Literally do that. But like, it's a cool skill set to have. All jokes aside, it, it, it's 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 useful. But like, uh, there's like something to be said about a really consistent, uh, powerful drummer that's not doing fills all over the fucking place, or a guitar player that's not trying to solo and be louder than everybody. It's like, or one example. It's gonna be a wild example, especially in regards to this band. Fucking Danzig's first album. All right, Irivan. Mm-hmm. Was the bass player from Sam Hain prior to Danzig, and he was not a good bass player. Mm-hmm. Like, but what he did off, like especially on the first Danzig album, was for most of the album he hung on one note. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. The guitar, bass, and, uh, guitar and drums and vocals were doing all kinds of shit. He's hanging on one note, but it fucking worked. It, like he's just hanging back. But that's the thing. Like understatedness really goes a long way, and that I felt that a lot of this album where everyone was just kind of doing their part and uh, you know letting it work. Um. More standout stuff to me. A person isn't safe anywhere these days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like you get a little bit more diversity. It's a little it's not like metal or punk, but it's yeah. like harder hitting for sure. I love the fucking outro, man. It's so so damn beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um I I actually think I I think it happened a few times with this band where I think like the later halves are better than like the mm-hmm. opening halves. Uh, I don't know because uh, for this one, I mean, I just love every song so fucking much. Uh, but I do, I do have to say that uh, I think Paper Tigers is like the first instance of like them going full acoustic, some mm-hmm. pristine ass acoustic guitars in there, fucking crisp. Oh yeah! And every time they go acoustic, it is like what what a treat! It's like a sword, dude. It cuts right through everything. It's fucking shiny as hell. Mm-hmm. It's like a beautiful katana. Their acoustic guitars are a beautiful katana. <laughs> I, I like it a lot. Yeah, there's this, like, I mean, like we talked about, the textures are great, and that is uh, a good example of... Yeah, and for one, this one more than the rest, I'd say, like, the writing is super simple, but it, it's really effective. And, like, this is how I knew I loved this album and how I knew it was going to end up getting all the <laughs> accolades for me. This is when I, I was driving, I was driving somewhere, and in the middle of Hate Today, like, I got to my destination, and I did not want to exit the car i was like nice. i yeah. want to finish this fucking song and that's it's always it's, it's, yeah. it's hard like when you come across songs like that yes yeah. It's, yeah. it is fine it's this, fucking delightful man yes uh, this is a uh a good or great debut album great great debut it's a it, there's no better introduction like yeah, yeah this I, w- is, I would yeah. agree with that like this is where you want to one thing i will say though uh and this is a they're guilty of this on pretty much every album everybody who's heard this podcast knows i don't like long albums it does get a little lengthy. It's like 57 minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not that it's just, it just fatigue because it's not like, um, 
it's not like the styles change that much. It's still very, you know, gothy new wavy throughout the mm-hmm. whole thing. There aren't too many like, all right, well, here's a poppier version of this type thing. Or here's a fucking super ballady one. It's kind of the same mood throughout the whole thing. And I do, I've always felt that if you're going to stick with a mood throughout the whole album, you, it's got to be short. I, I go instantly, I go to like Rain and Blood from Slayer. Like nothing changes on that album, no. but it's so short that it doesn't matter. Or like I mean, a, you just want more. Yeah. Uh, and if you, if you want to like, uh, you know, longer albums tend to stay more interesting with the more, the more you're kind of caught off guard by things. But just one man's opinion. I still love it. Uh, and it's still my best and personal favorite. But we have more to go. Yes, we do. So if you're ready, we are I, on. I am ready. I, I'm going to screw up on the, like these middle albums yeah, eventually. Yeah. Uh, because shocker, Apple does not like categorizing things very uh, easily and Ye- yeah, cohesively and accessibly. It's weird. But we're on to the follow up. This is 1985's. What does anything mean? Basically. Is this the intro? Should I skip? I don't think you should. Okay. Because it's an intro. It's instrumental. Yeah. It's wonderful. I love this instrumental. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was... I thought the opening song was something else, and I was like, wait a... So, yeah, I'm assuming this... Yeah, Perfume Garden is like the first real song. This is setting the table. This is such a great intro. Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously, very synthy, very 80s-y. 80s-y. Oh, no, I made up that <laughs> word. But it's like, I don't know. Again, ethereal, heavenly, beautiful. Yeah. Well, we got one more minute of this, so I guess it's a good time to just throw it out. Best personal. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck all right, all right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. We'll play more music from this album. Okay. Really? I I don't know what it was, but when it was all said and done, I'm looking at my Spotify picks, and I'm like, this one's got the most songs. This was almost my worst. Holy shit. And guess what? It's not, though. It's not my worst or least favorite, because there's something about this album that I, I it's really hard to... Because I had such little time with it. I only heard it a couple times. Yeah. That it's like, I didn't enjoy it nearly as much as the first one. I enjoyed it. I feel like I enjoyed it less than a lot of them, but I kept wanting to go back to it, even though I didn't find myself loving it, which is a really weird thing when you kind of just want to hear something a bunch of times when you, you felt like you didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And so like, so for example, like there's a lot of songs in here where like, I didn't like them the first lesson. And then I liked them the second lesson. And then a couple songs, like which one is it? Um, uh, P.S. Goodbye, where I liked it on the first listen and didn't like it on the second listen. So I'm like, what's happening with this? other? This one needs a lot of dissection. I Inter- feel like. Interesting. I don't know if I'm the guy to dissect it like that. I will say that I was not like won over by Perfume Gardens, the first like proper <laughs> song. I was like, uh, all right, all, all right. right. And then I don't like... Once the next track comes on, Intrigue and in, in Tangiers, yeah, I was just like, that song's fucking dope. That was one of the ones where it didn't do much for me, but on second listen, I was into it. And I feel like a lot of this is it's so moody, like you it really, is. literally yeah. have to be in the mood for it. Yeah, uh, it is kind of moody, but um, 
and then again i was just like returning the roughneck or return yeah return the roughneck yeah i was just like i think it's a killer song it's a, here's, here's the thing like I, I at first I thought I didn't like it, but I was like, but that fucking guitar tone is so yeah. fucking great. And then again, I was like, but that chorus is so damn strong. Like, God, I ended up again liking it. So it's it's weird. Like, the only other comparison I can think of, and I, I don't want to put it in this category because, uh, it, you, know, you know, the the real thing for Faith No More is one of my favorite albums of all time. But I don't think this is gonna be one of my favorite albums of all time, obviously. But like, that one is one where like I didn't love it on the first listen, but I kept feeling drawn to to listen mm-hmm. to it over and over again. So that's, that's, that's rare. That's like the first time for this podcast where I was like, I kind of want to keep hearing this thing. I don't like that much. I don't know why. Yeah. And then once um, Singing Rule Britannia hit, mm-hmm. I just think that's a fucking awesome song. It's like some psychedelia, very like dramatic vocal performance that would make Morsi blush. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh shit. Like, is this going to be like, the one the one and uh let's see where they you know keep going with it yeah and home is where the heart is oh yeah it's fucking really cool that's a really good song yeah really great drumming again the the textures the soundscapes going on there Mm -hmm. and then the the thing that did it was ink shreds i had a feeling i after that i'm like all right, this is probably going to, unless something changes. Yeah, I, I like that song a lot. Yeah. And one album did almost change my mind. I have. A, I hope I know. I hope we're talking about, the, we're thinking of the same one. We'll I, see. But. Whew, yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I just think this is the most consistent, uh, which is weird because I put the last album over, but like. Mm. I just think these are overall stronger songs mm-hmm. to me. All like right. my my ears are like these songs over the previous ones. Not that there's anything wrong with them. It's just <laughs> strictly, strictly a preference. It's funny, like a so the main reason why I found myself having trouble with this one is like uh I think it does more of what i didn't like about the first album which is the the lengthiness without the the diversity in mood mm. and, and not style but you know just presentation it's like it's all you know moody new wavy you know floaty and spacey which is again fine but at longer lengths it fucking it wears on me uh but and also one thing i, I wish i wanted more funny business i wanted more like that's a reference like just the most obvious it's the the first song on the last album uh okay. don't fall that one it has like this weird spyness to it this weird you know secret agent man feel to it and there's a lot of songs that were just kind of throwing a little novelty kind of you know presentation mm-hmm. to it i felt like this one was even keel the whole way i was hoping for more funny business yes yeah there's um not like the most diverse sounding album mm-hmm. but going back to like what you said i think it does that like slayer raining blood thing mm-hmm. very well where it's like this is what it is yeah and we're just gonna do that for 40 minutes yeah fair enough fair enough so it's alex's best personal favorite i mean i have no idea how this band is regarded I think, or if these are controversial opinions i, I doubt i doubt but I, I think most of their albums are like pretty critically acclaimed honestly listen to them i'm not that surprised i don't feel like 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 I'm gonna be baffled so much by a response to a certain album, mm-hmm. uh, but 
Anyway, let's move on. And I'm actually ready. Hell yeah. This is uh, 1986's Strange Times. So I will say, out, out the gate, Alex, this song made me very happy. I liked it more than everything on the last album when I first heard it. <laughs> Whoa. It's so much energy. It's so much energy. This is like same way I felt about Perfume Garden. It's like I don't hate it, but like it doesn't make me want to go. Hey, what else? What else is going on here? I was excited. I was like, "There's something here. There's something that's gonna go on." Interesting. Yeah. Um. So now with this album, also those vocal performances. Yeah, really makes me laugh. Yeah, I like um, it. So yeah, they, they're signed to Geffen Records now. So. All right. So the reason why I like that song, if it were anywhere else in the album, I probably wouldn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. I like it as an opener. It's High energy, which is like, again, the last album wasn't super high energy. It was very, way more spacey and stuff. So I appreciated the hell out of that. This was very much close to being my personal favorite, I believe. Damn. I like well, this album a lot. Well, I'm coming in hot. This is my least favorite. You fucking animal, Alex. You're an animal. There, I lo- How do you not like this album? It's great. I don't know. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. I just didn't feel attached. To the songs. I felt so attached to the songs, Alex. <laughs> like, the way I did with the other two albums, like, this one, I was like, mm, it's not, it's not, it's not, like, offensive. It doesn't, like, piss me off, but I don't, I don't love it. I, I love it. I do love it. Because after, <laughs> after Mad Jack, uh, you get caution, smooth as shit. And I get it. And here's one thing. They just, they, they are now a long song band that song is not eight minutes cool if that was a four three minute song i would agree with you i know admittedly it is way too long all right fair the, enough the vocals are also unhinged i love it yeah. i love it because it, it is way too fucking long but if i find it really easy to zone out to it's got it i mean it's just smooth it's smooth and i you mm-hmm. kind of i like the, the drawn outness of something something like that but then you get tears. You got to give it up for tears, dude. That's you got to. That song is how you felt about the previous album. I didn't I didn't care for it. First listen, second listen, I was like, I get it. It's fucking go I yeah, love it. I, lo- I get it. Dude, it's 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 like my favorite acoustic song of theirs, it's period. Like it's like 60s psychedelia folk music with like this I don't know what instrument it is or sound, but there's like this electronic thing th- not as like an instrument but more- it, isn't it they do a lot of slide stuff too i know they use a lot of slide guitar yeah i think there's like this electronic thing on there that this will kind of be like ding right uh so cool i, I would say it's a masterful use of, a, of an acoustic ballad or yeah. yeah especially like where it comes in the album where you get high energy smooth bam let's say so by three songs in you're already way more diverse than the previous albums previous two albums like way more diverse you you know what this album made me think of a lot is that band the cult like uh-huh. it felt like and i think the chameleons probably existed before the cult yeah but um i would i would bet yeah it felt like this is very much like their it's not hard rock but this is their hard rock album it's where they 
tip their toes in yeah, the waters the most. They're up to this point, they're least new wavy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it still has a lot of, a lot of new waviness in it. So a couple of things that I like a lot. So the soul in isolation, the drums Drum, are the hooks. Amazing. They yeah. are the hooks. Drums of the song. are amazing. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. And uh and my favorite thing, maybe not my favorite song, my favorite thing on this album is Swamp Thing. It's it is new wave southern rock. Like, how do you make I've never heard of those genres going together, but they did it. Yeah, it works for me. Also, this is probably a hot take because if you go to most listened songs, I think Swamp Thing's like their most popular song uh-huh. ever. Um, like I thought it was very cool when it started off and that part comes up again throughout the song, but then it's, it's very cool. But then there's this parts where I'm like, what? I like it. I like it, the fact that I've, I've never heard a genre blend of with those and that they made like, it work. They made it work. And I, I was trying to, I was, when I was listening to it, like I was really trying to think about why does it work and what are they doing exactly by blending those two genres? And I think like, for one, it's like a southern that main hook, that main riff is like a southern guitar line played through the most new wavy tone, period. Mm-hmm. And then also they're just playing. It's it's basically a standard, not a standard, but it's basically like a pretty expected chameleon song, but with just more twang on it. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's actually very little southern rock. It's mostly just a chameleon song, but it has a it's a tinge. Of, of Southern rock in there that makes it feel like this, this brilliant blending of genres. It's very, it's very smart. I think. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were able to do it without overpowering. Exactly. What it feels subtle enough. Yes. And I like it a lot. Um, actually, you, you know, you play, play the main, just the main hook. Just, Oh yeah. Talked about yeah. it so fucking much. Like this is, this is cool. I, I get dig this part, but then it's a twangy riff, but with delay. Yeah. And like, Clearly using like the, you know the bridge pickup, uh, really trebly kind of guitar sound. But that doesn't sound southern, right? Not it's a, just played yeah. southern. It's using chicken plucking and stuff. But then like the the bass drum yeah. helps bring back yeah. that like southern exactly. feeling. I fucking think it's well done. I think it's a well done song. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 a. It we, was exciting to hear a, a genre we, blending that I've, I've never heard. We didn't before. get to the parts that I thought right, were boring. Right. But, I just want to um, put on that main hook just to see like how they were able to do a thing that odd. Um, you know what song really lost me? What? Uh, Seriosity? Uh, Seriosity. Really? That's, you don't like that? I feel like... I think it's wonderfully written. They That feels like that song is like 70% complete. And they forgot to like finish the song really? to my ears. That's another song whose tone I fucking love. It's so crystal, man. It's, it sounds like, yeah, like, oh, we forgot to add something to the song. And this ended up on the record. I disagree. I like it. I think it's great. Uh, also, another, I mean, I mean, the only song I don't really like is, uh, is Childhood. It's like, it feels more like, more like padding. Um, mm. But the thing is, again, it kind of squeaks by me because it's at the way at the end of the end of the album second mm-hmm. to last song so i'm already like i'm already on board so yeah. i don't even care and i think i'll remember it's such a gorgeous cosmic heavenly closer like that's again the way uh the last album opened up with like one of my favorite instrumentals of theirs this yeah one ends it with another one of my favorite instrumentals of theirs nice i am going to have to give 
I will give. I'll remember an, another listen after your your high. I I do I do appreciate this album quite a bit. I do high like praise. A, yeah, and the only, again, the only reason why I didn't give this anything is because I just think as a as a unit, the first album is just like undeniable. You can't. Yeah. It's just too too consistently you know banger after banger. But this one, every song is so fucking long, and I didn't even care. I didn't feel it. It just. It's just well written. I liked it a lot. But yes, a couple more. So, um, in nineteen eighty-seven, they would break up because their manager Tony Fletcher. That name sounds familiar. That's because they named the next DP after him. I bet. And so, okay, so was it like a? A jab, a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. No, they like they like him. They, well, yeah, I mean enough so that they felt they couldn't continue as a band without him. Oh, that's interesting. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. They, you know, he's like, uh, like they say, like George Martin was like the fifth Beatle. I don't know right. how many members are in this band, but he's like the, yeah, you know, the chameleon member you don't know about. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, he. It was heart attack, and he and he died. And um, they would go on to do solo albums and some other projects. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably do a loose ends on this album uh, group called, or are they called the Sun and the Moon, um, because mm-hmm. I think there's two or three Chameleon members in there, mm-hmm. and they've only done one album, so doesn't warrant you know its own episode right right but it would be a cool cool little follow-up tied up yeah yeah so i'm excited to do that but um so yeah that kind of leads us to the ep because they were working on an album when he died yeah and these are the songs that were being worked worked on so this is uh the one ep that we're gonna be talking about this is 1990s tony fletcher walked on water la 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 La, la, EP. <laughs> I counted every law. I would, I would not have <laughs> even. <laughs> I like the way those drums are produced. Kind of got a, like, Jeff Buckley vibe to it. I, oddly enough, yeah. Yeah, I, I noted it. I really like the, the almost falling apartness of how the song starts out. Yeah. Like it kind of just falls into place. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool thing to be able to capture yeah. in a song. Yeah, I, I dig this song quite a bit. Yeah, but it's a it's a fairly short EP, four tracks total. But yeah. worst, yeah, least favorite. Interesting, yeah. interesting. And it's, and it's not because it's bad. I like every record, but this is kind of. It's just so I like that song a lot. I think Free for All is fine. It's not my favorite song. It has some decent progressions. And then the Healer, like I like a couple of riffs, mm-hmm. but as a song, it feels like it drags a little bit. And then Denims and Curls, I don't like at all. Um, but. Again, it's like it's four songs and like two of them I don't get to do without. There's just so much more good on every other record that it's like I, I, I mean, this is the one I, I 
care the least about. I'm going to come back to you probably never. Yeah, I think if you're like a fan of the band or like if you were a fan of the band in real time, this is like a big deal. This is like perfect. This is like all you could ask for, like, you know, a band you cared about broke up. They were working on an album. A lot of bands you may have like never even hear that stuff. And to me, you know, these songs aren't home runs, Mm -hmm. but it was like, hey, they sound complete. These are full songs. You're not getting you're not getting demos. You're getting full, full songs. And this is where we were at. Mm -hmm. And this is where we stopped when this tragedy happened. Yeah. So it's not. Yeah, it's it's nothing to write home about. But I think it's really like a really cool thing for fans of the band to have. It is neat. Yeah, I felt like it was it was fine. It was. And again, I also I, I don't like giving like wars to EPs because it feels like a like a, like a, like a cop. Yeah, a little bit of the cop up. But like, honestly, like, again, I still stand by like the the second record being like, I kind of want to I don't like it, but I fucking know there's something there. And I don't mm-hmm. I think there's more to it. And I don't think it's the worst. So it's like. By default, I mean I like other stuff more, so much, so much more. I yeah. I almost did what you did, but uh, by default, there were a few things. That- I understand. I get it. I get it. I get you what, already know. I you know. Already know. I know. Yeah. Anybody's watching <laughs> intently enough knows what's going to happen after this. But for now, <laughs> for now. But uh, no, I I I get what you're saying. I almost I almost yeah. did what you did, and I think uh, that like like if you're a fan of the band that this speaks to how strong they are as consistent as song, motherfuckers consistent as songwriters motherfuckers. when you're like well you know this offers the the least yeah so, it's the yeah. least fresh it's the least engaging it's the least diverse uh and it doesn't it doesn't have time to to fuck around with stuff it's just it's just too short there's just not enough there uh so by default worst but it's fine i mean really there's, yeah. i mean there's gonna be at least one track of this on the playlist which i didn't plug at the beginning because i fucking forgot but whatever you know we'll get yeah, to it yeah we're, we're kind of doing plugs towards the yeah, end we'll, now, we'll so. figure it out um but this is my worst least favorite it's literally 20 minutes but you know it's what we do here it's okay yep but now they would yeah. reform in 2000 so yeah what uh i couldn't figure you, out why why they're just like hey fuck it the band's back together yeah that's that's a pretty random reunion yeah like yeah but i guess if there's not any bad blood there yeah. and they had you know the will to do it yep hey why the hell not yeah why the hell not so we're under the last record this is 2001's why call it anything I think this is a great song. Really? I, I don't do. like this song at all. I like this song. Um, and it's funny. I do. I kind of like try to do real time notes now. Yeah. I wrote. I'm optimistic for this album. I wasn't. I what? wasn't. We, but I came around. Warning. We have covered way worse reunion albums oh oh big star oh yeah new york dolls oh yeah oh my god 
We've covered. Yeah. It's the worst of the worst, honestly. And, and this. This is not. This is fun. I like this song. Yeah. I don't think this is a great opener, but it's not like a terrible song. I, don't, I, yeah. would, I would never say that. And honestly, it still sounds just. It didn't sound like they missed. They skipped a fucking beat. It didn't sound like they skipped a gear. It sounds just like Chameleons. Yes. Slightly different production. A little yes. bit more rocky. Mm-hmm. But still, they sound the same. Yeah. Okay. All right, Alex, spit it out. Okay, so this is my worst, which I was not expecting to give even halfway through. There are some great songs on they, here. There are some fucking awesome songs on here. But I gave it worse because there were never songs that pissed me off before. And this is the only yep. album that has songs that piss me off. I've never been angry at this band until this album. So yep. it's really depending on the person, you know, I gave it worse. Mike was like, not the, the good is the good outweighed the bad for me. Yes. Yeah. And Definitely, if you if you like this band, like listen to this album. But there there's some bullshit on here. There's a couple. There's a couple of fucking egregious tracks uh, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so I, I was saying I wasn't really on board with the opener shades, but as soon as anyone alive came on, I was like, okay, I don't hate this. All right, I'm on board. And then Indiana, it's like okay, I like the I like the bass. I think it sounds fucking great like, on there. Yeah, but like, like the song is like eh, whatever. And then as soon as uh, Lufthansa comes on. That's a great song. I'm, I'm, I'm in. And then after that, it's truth isn't truth anymore. I'm, I'm fucking definitely in. Hell yeah, dude, dude. All around. I am all around in. Hold on. <laughs> all a- Wait. He's mad. He's mad. All around you. That is when I started. That's when, you, that's when you're out. That's when you're out. That is. I think it's produced wonderfully. I love those slide guitars. They float around all <sighs> over the place. I think I, they're fucking nice. I think this song is just some like hot kumbaya garbage. <laughs> like they're. That's how I felt about a different song. Yeah, which you know, I it does come up, but um, "Dangerous Land." Before I get you dang, angry or uh, happy, happy, I'm happy too. That, I think it's a really good. Song. That is, yes. one of their better songs. Now, music in the room. I thought that. Yeah. So on first listen, I was like. It's fine, but there's it's a, too far on the edgy meter. Given all the songs before, they're pretty edgy. And then second listen, I was like, okay, this is this is rough. This Hot is garbage. Hard to listen yeah. to. And then after that song, are we getting to to miracles and wonders? We sure are. That song, these motherfuckers thought because they did a southern rock song. You know what else doesn't belong here? reggae it is new wave reggae it is new wave reggae they flew close to the sun and they're like we're still alive we're, we're invincible nothing's gonna kill us Re- f- reggae will kill you reggae will kill you and not just reggae but like shaggy like the vocalist like yeah that kind of yeah that kind of follow me follow me yeah, yeah. it's uh yeah Ooh. no that that one that one i was like oh well i'm off now i'm out now i'm out I'm out. And then I was like, do do those three songs really warrant the worst? Maybe this closing track. That was the closing track. Are you still there? Is a like an instrumental. It's the same thing with they always do with like the instrumental yeah. kind of floating. It's pretty, but it is not it's the weakest of all their instrumental mm. type stuff, I I felt like. Uh and so I get that it, it really kind of 
drags it down as it goes on. But I think the strong, I mean, fuck man. I just like the writing I so get, much. I get that, that the strong stuff on here is, is really good. However, one thing that I didn't notice until my second, cause the first listen, I was so like fucking just on board. I was like, I'll just take mm-hmm. it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. And then when I was like kind of dissecting it, each one, like listen to it closer, every song is at least, at least two verses too long. And I mean, specifically they go into the verse and chorus double the amount of times that they like, like we got the idea we hear, yeah. we've, we've heard what the song has to offer. And those like padded verses, they don't do anything different. They're just more lyrics. Mm-hmm. It feels like a fucking uh, Smith situation was just more lyrics. And the, the oddly enough, another uh, similar band that did that really badly was Alice in Chains and the self self-titled album. Mm-hmm. Every song goes on like two verses too long like just padding for the sake of padding it's like just extra time like yeah uh did you just like the lyrics that much that you wanted to squeeze them all in there because like the song you, we got the song from the from like the first three minutes you did you have to make it another fucking three I, minutes after that i feel like that happened in the era of cds it was like oh shit we yeah put 80 minutes on yeah. here we better put damn near what that reminds me of because a lot of bands did that it's totally it is 100 poverty mentality it is it's like it's it's uh squeezing every drop at the gas pump it's fucking it's uh it's like not throwing away a bottle of mustard till you get you scrape away everything it's like hey it's over it's over. Just hey, buy a new bottle. We're done with this one. All right. Let's just yeah. Is the poverty mentality? It's just a bit in music form. Is the one sandwich you're gonna get out of that? Really? Exactly. Fu- yeah. Yeah. Like the the effort of scraping away that last bottom bit is more and the same. The effort of recording an extra two verses per song and adding another twenty minutes to the album. It's not worth the quality of the whole. Like you really you had more before you did that. Mm-hmm. You had more. Yeah. It was an enjoyable meal before. Yeah. <laughs> before yeah. You it's overeating. That. It's indulging at this point. Yeah. So you're fucking stuffing yourself just so you have a clean plate instead of a, <laughs> of, a, of a satisfied belly. That's how I felt about pretty much every song in here, even though I did. I'd like the way they're written quite a bit. But uh, yeah, they fucking would break up in 03 for mm-hmm. some reason. They they did this thing called Chameleon's Fox, which is... um. The bassist vocal was Burgess and and uh, Lever, mm-hmm. and then um, I that kind of like fluctuated, and then Lever passed away in March two thousand seventeen. Mm. So, um, I could see like maybe maybe they would like replace him because bands do things yeah. like that so sometimes yeah so uh, but i mean like with, with like dedicated i don't want to say dedicated but so, like really established drummers in a, in a band that's an that'll that'll fucking do it yeah yeah, yeah i i hope if they do it's not like a I hope they don't do a new album because like i said i think he is a very underrated drummer mm-hmm. like this man has did like so many creative like choices and uh like man what a what a what a treat to have that dude in in their band yeah there's some bands where you lose a drummer you lose it all i mean the uh, the example i always jump to is sun city girls where Mm. like as soon as the drummer died they just were done nope not doing this you know who should have done that the who the who yeah, more like the who gives a shit now, right? The yes. fucking goddamn. Uh, they had Christ. some good stuff back in the day, but 
Man, I don't want to ever cover the Who. <laughs> I guess it's fucking exhausting. It's going to happen one day. But, it is. Um, it is. Yeah, you can't replace Keith Moon. No. But, uh, yeah, no. Okay. So I, I thought it was a pretty, you know, overall, this album. I was like, at least, not only is it not the worst, not even close to the worst reunion album that we've covered, but fair. It's I think it's a fair send off. Yeah. I think it's more fairer than the EP. Like, at least yes. it's a full fledged. Yes. Bad, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like unfinished business, yeah, and uh, mostly gonna do it, <laughs> yeah, do it right, yeah. Uh, aside from the fucking reggae song, but Ooh. you know, some people like that stuff. I don't know, yeah. Don't, if anyone likes that song, it's let just us fucking no, it's just the fucking the weird UK obsession with reggae. It's like I thought these guys escaped that and nope, nope. they reunite to do it, like. Fucking Crass did one. Obviously, Subhumans are big proponents of the Clash. Mm. Fucking the police. Like, just yeah. every British band is like, you know what? We're reggae also. Like, why though? Why? We yeah. have to. Yeah. Fucking. Man. Oh, Lord. But. Lord of mercy. Lord of mercy. Uh, but fuck it. We're done, man. Let's recap. <laughs> <laughs> um, Best personal favorite for me. What does anything mean? Basically, that's just my whole feeling. Yeah. About life, honestly. Yeah. And then uh Strange Times, least favorite. Yeah, hi. Just, you're fucking crazy. Just nothing wrong with it. Just I don't feel too strongly. And then worse, why call it anything? Just because they never pissed me off. Until that very moment. But still, a lot of strong songs lot on of, there. Lots of strong tracks. For me, very simple. Script of the bridge, best personal favorite. I think it is delightful. Beautiful introduction. I mean, anytime we listen to a, a debut album and we're like, okay, yeah, we're all right. It's going to be yeah. all right. Because we never know. You fucking never know, man. You Some bands, you never know. <laughs> uh, but uh, Tony Fletcher, Walked on Water, la, 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 EP. <laughs> Worst and least favorite. It's just the, the least amount of good, least amount of songs, the least amount of uh, time to, you know really elaborate on a, on a specific mood or personality. And I, I thought it was, you know, it's what I'm least inclined to go back to. Not that it's that bad actually at all, but uh, yeah, that's, that's about, that about does it. That about does it, man. Nice. Dude, the dynamic of in the same room potting is just so much easier. And back and forth. Don't got to worry about the calls dropping out. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Even like the little delays of like, I'm talking over you. So I have to like, Oh shit, hold on. Let me, yeah. let me, let me, let me I have to wait for you to hear what I said. And yeah. Then, and make sure there's no like adding on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it is the preferred, more natural way to do it. Indeed. But uh, thank you all so much for listening and watching. If you want to help us out, now we can finally get to plugs because, you know, who likes listening to plugs? Also, every time I, I've been lately watching a lot of, uh, I watch a lot of YouTube videos based just tutorial stuff and like tech stuff and how do I figure out how to match this fucking frequency to this, whatever. So I'm watching a lot of YouTube videos and, there's so there's so much that I I really loathe about YouTubers. I mean, I really fucking really fucking hate <laughs> them. And it's like, first of all, they're not funny. They're fucking never funny. Most of them are not. And they insist on trying to throw a joke in a tutorial video, which makes me want to kick you in the fucking face. Like your bullshit four of a joke doesn't need to interrupt me trying to figure out this really annoying headache of a of a tech situation. So, <laughs> and it's nothing like if you have a throwaway four joke. Fine. Throw throw in your little shit joke. Fine. But it's always, it's never, it's never not this. It's always, it's my little shit joke. 
and then I have to hammer on it. And then oh. I have to call back to it, even though it was a garb. You know, so it's like I, I'm really angry at these people. And often, oftentimes, the beginning of all their videos, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, make sure you get all the notifications, you stay up to date with all. It's like I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care, dude. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. I I know it's like the promote yourself mentality. Yeah. Um, but I also kind of feel like we're in the age that people are gonna they're they, gonna do it or they're gonna not they, they understand they, how to support you it's whether they feel like it yes we, yeah. we are now in the age where everyone knows how to work how this works but saying that yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i I, I'm, I'm very much of the mentality of uh let them come okay if, you, if you don't you build, if you build it they will come yeah and we've been building oh we've been building we've been building we've been building can't even say it we've been building, we've been building. We'd be building. Uh, so, yeah, whatever. It's YouTube.com slash every element ever if you want to, you know, fucking subscribe and comment and all that bullshit. I have not read a single YouTube comment in weeks. I'm done. I've read a few. You can go ahead. You go ahead. The the feedback on the YMO episode just warmed my heart. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted to hear yes. that that's doing well because uh, email uh, every element ever at gmail.com. That's where you can send me actual feedback and uh I mean, I don't care about feedback, but if you want to send suggestions, if you want to talk some shit, fucking whatever, and it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always, uh, I, I'm not, a, not opposed to shit talking. Uh, <laughs> it's also like this, the, the laziness of a YouTube comment uh, compared to an email. Like I, I oh, appreciate uh, the a, effort. A, an email is deliberate. A YouTube comment is I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm already here. Yes. Like it's just the effort of like, no. Fuck you, dude. I want you to hear what I like. I like that. The passion involved with an email is so much. It's just so much more uh, respectable. Yeah. I used to comment. Anybody can fucking do that. My mom can do that. She does do that. <laughs> fucking not pleasant. But uh, yeah. So yeah, YouTube, whatever. Apple podcast. Five star ratings help us out a lot. Reviews help us out a lot. Uh, those are the hardest to get people on board with. Like, Telling friends. Yeah, like just a simple five star, it goes a long way. Uh, I I hear, <laughs> and then Spotify, of course, everywhere you get podcasts. Um, you, uh, sorry, uh, Spotify playlist on the chameleons will be. Uh, there should be a link description of wherever listening or watching everyalbumever.com. We got all the playlists for every episode. Uh, Patreon.com slash ever for most importantly line jumping. You want to jump the line, get us to talk about whatever artist you're you're itching to hear about sooner. Yeah, like. Like even look at the schedule now, it's just fucking like, I want to put more like just regular reader suggestions mm-hmm. in, but like Patreon comes first, man. They just, they just come first. So we yeah. are in a weird middle ground where we're popular. Not, not like, you know, not there, no, not there, but, but we're popular enough, enough where the demands are bigger than we are. Yeah. Yeah, we're not. We're still broke and hungry, but we just can't keep up with the demand. It's <laughs> a we, very we, weird. We try. We're listening. We have yeah. a huge list. Yeah. So right now we have one more, at least as of the recording of this episode, one more Patreon episode coming up. I thought we had two. Oh shit, we have two more. I Patreon. wish Fuck. we only had one more. We have two more Patreon requested episodes coming up. But yeah, Patreon.com slash every album ever. There's also bonus episodes on there. Um, I started my uh, fucking spinoff mic reviews, music reviews on there where I I, I literally reviewed the review of an album. So nice. I, I, I critique the critic because fuck them. That's why. Yes. Uh, and those are fun. But uh, and yeah. then I need I need to get back on top. You of get it. back on more of those. I because I guess there was good feedback to my ASM ASM raps ASM raps. 
Yes. So I will. I will. I don't know when this comes out. When does this come? This out? comes out. Uh, I'll let you know in like three seconds. Hopefully, this is this comes out on the 18th. So next month, a good way. We're, we're, we're way hopefully ahead. we'll be at three three ASMR wraps. Yeah, by the time this comes out. Uh, yeah. So those are. <laughs> I mean, they are exactly what you think they are. They are ASMR wraps. <laughs> I did not realize how the effort involved in doing it i thought it'd be this funny thing i could do quickly i apologize i am maybe taking it a little too seriously yeah but i there's effort involved in those yeah yeah. (laughs) uh if you're if you're watching on uh the way when everyone's watching on the the fucking main feed uh the the mic reviews music reviews things like i plan on making those uh like a spin-off youtube thing like a very you know concise 10 minute Mm -hmm. uh jump cut kind of thing uh but when I decide to do that, who fucking knows? Because that will take a long time to edit every episode and I need to have a backlog. So sure. right now I've done three of those. So I just did Devo and I made some addendums to my picks to the Devo episode because <laughs> I don't agree with what I, I said so much. But also like Devo was shat on, man, for like no reason. Like hated. Really? And it's like you're fucking out of your – like the, the short-sightedness of some of these critics. It's like you didn't. I hope you realize what you said was so fucking stupid and how wrong you were just retrospectively. Like, how could you, man? Mother's Boss is a respected composer. Like, it's amazing. Fucking Rugrats, dog. Fuck, yeah, dude. Uh, but what the hell am I talking about? I guess we're done with the plugs. So, because we're rambling about nonsense now. But, uh, yeah, all those things if you want to help us and yada, yada, yada. So, last song. What's going to happen? You're getting it, obviously. If I'm getting last song, I think I, I know exactly. What I what I what I'm picking, and yeah. where where is this shit at? Where's this fucking shit at? I can't I can't find. Okay, so the album's not on here because it's in a different. So oh, for Apple listeners, wow, yeah, Strange just, Times, Strange Times is listed as Chameleons UK on Apple Music because fuck Apple Music. Uh, so I'm gonna end it with. Uh, I was not expecting off that. I do like this album, and I gotta say, we gotta end it with some tears. All right. Hell yeah. So thank you so much for listening and watching. See ya. Wrong one. Fuck. (laughs) I'll edit it out. No, keep it. (laughs) Shit. You're right. I'll keep it in. (laughs) There we go. Well, you can talk that way, but I have to say, I don't believe in it. And with the chill of chance, I decided to dance the days away. I wasn't worried at all, sneaking through the back door. No, I wasn't worried at all. Dreams are what you live for, waiting for the light to turn green. Carry me home to the kindest eyes that I've ever seen. Carry me home. Well, can you tell me how will it be now? How will it be? Can you tell me how will it be now? How will it be?
we were younger then And the days were long and slow But were we wiser then? I couldn't say I wouldn't know But I wasn't worried at all I had someone to run to No, I wasn't worried at all I knew which way the wind blew Picking out the chaos and gloom Carry me home I watched the scene spin round the room Carry me home Well, can you tell me how will it be now? How will it be? Can you tell me how will it be now? How will it be? Coincidence. Well, you can talk that way. 